right, here we go. We are going to start the foam rolling webinar. Uh, you are here if you sign up to be here to learn how to foam roll. I am Dr. Heather Moore. I am Total Performance Physical Therapy. We are going to go over a lot tonight. So uh, if you have your foam roller ready, great. We can go, you can uh, go along with us. Just to let you know a little bit about myself and my background, um, why you should listen to me. I, I've been doing this for over 20 years. I'm a physical therapist for the US Olympic team. We use this all the time uh, in all of our clinics. It is a time tested and uh, proven method. And it is something that if you're here, you probably are, already know about it, but there's a lot of reasons why people stop doing it. There's a lot of reasons and questions that people have, and we are going to answer those today. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you to stop working out because that is one of the main fears people come and tell me um, when anytime we're talking about foam rolling or anything is you're just going to tell me to stop working out. That's not going to be the case. No matter what you find on your foam roller, certainly not going to uh, tell you to stop working out. So we have our Facebook page. We have our YouTube page. We have our Twitter account. I highly recommend you follow Total Performance Physical Therapy on all of our channels. Um, we release new material a couple times a week. Uh, you can always send us a question. We'll actually answer it on Facebook Live. Uh, we produce videos. So it's something that if you are not already connected with us on social media, please go ahead and do so. Just uh, look up Total Performance Physical Therapy. Uh, and that way we're going to uh, be able to show you all of our new content that we release every week. So who is this for? So you're here if you want to run faster, you want to work out better, you want to feel better. You have some sort of, maybe not pain, but some sort of issue going on. Uh, you run, you want to avoid injury. Something's going on that is not quite right. Maybe maybe you don't feel any pain. Maybe you just are, uh, you know, you have a foam roller and you're not sure exactly what to do with it, or there's a lot of information out there on the internet. So maybe you're just questioning uh, what you are, uh, you know, what you're supposed to do with this foam roller. So uh, this is, you are in the right spot if you have answered yes to any or all of those questions. Um, who is this not for? This is not, this is not for anybody who wants the magic pill. This is not the magic pill that is, uh, you know, you're going to do it once and be done. You're going to do it five seconds and be done. Um, if you don't want to feel better, a lot of people are, you know, very set in their ways and want to work out and, you know, it doesn't matter if it's painful or not. Um, but you know, just, it, it always makes me wonder when people say, you know, I'm just going to run through the pain. Eventually it's going to stop you. So just kind of a heads up, if you're working out or you're pushing through pain, um, it is always going to win in the end. I always say, you know, as we age, it, it gets a little bit tougher to get out of bed and feel good, but uh, give anything two weeks. Two weeks is the cutoff for feeling that pain. Um, why am I doing this? So what is the big reason why am I, I'm doing this is because there's so much misinformation out there. We get a ton of questions asked. I see a ton of questions asked on running groups I'm in, on workout groups I'm in, on mom groups I'm in, on general health or foam rolling and things like that. And, you know, all the answers, they come back like, oh, my cousin had that. They, you know, they had knee pain running up the hill and all they did was put a piece of scotch tape on their knee and it was great. And um, that answer may or may not be the right one. But when we're talking about knee pain or hip pain or anything like that, just because somebody's cousin or your brother or your mother or your sister had it and they did this doesn't mean that's what you have to do. It doesn't mean that's what you should do. So I'm doing this because I want to dispel a lot of the rumors. There's a lot of rumors out there about uh, foam rolling that are incorrect, that stop people from actually getting healthy. So 
I'm really trying to dispel and, and hopefully answer questions that will prevent you from posting on the internet uh, or going to look for something, some answers on the internet. Whatever answer you want, you'll find on the internet. There's no wrong answer. So if you want to find that foam rolling's bad, search long enough, you're going to find it. So people seek out advice on Facebook and advice on Google because they don't want to be told to stop running. So a lot of people avoid coming into our office and have admittedly not come in for physical therapy because they don't want to hear, I don't, I, I should stop running. They don't start foam rolling because they don't want to know that they're in pain. They don't want to understand anything because they just want to run. They just want to work out. And when you start stretching or foam rolling, you run the risk of not being able to work out anymore. Um, but that's not the case. This is not something that's going to make you stop foam rolling. This is not something or stop running. Most of what I'm going to teach you today and we're going to go through is designed to keep you running. Now, you may determine that you have an injury that's too great uh, and you need to come in and see us for physical therapy. That's separate. But most of the time, I, don't, I can only probably count on one person that I've actually said don't run uh, because of an injury. So this is designed to keep you injury free. Um, this is going to hurt. It's not going to feel good. So foam rolling is not designed to feel great. So just understand that, you know, I, when people seek out advice on Facebook or on the internet, like I said before, you're going to find the answer you want. And whether that answer is right or wrong, you're going to find somebody that supports the answer you want to hear. All right, so raise your hand if you have a foam roller at home. Um, most people I talk to have a foam roller, at least one. Some have two. I recommend having two, but sometimes, uh, you know, we, you usually start with one. Uh, most people have it and it winds up being like a, a clothing holder. It's in a closet somewhere. Oh, I have this, you know, I bought it a while ago. It was the new trend. Uh, I never used it. It's sitting in the closet. It's buried. Um, but unfortunately this is probably one of the best pieces of, uh, of workout equipment that you have at home. If you own a foam roller, um, it doesn't matter if it's flat. It doesn't matter if it's spike. We're going to go through, uh, the differences in just a little bit, but it is really important that you get that out of wherever it is. And you should be using this 10 minutes every day. You have to commit to that 10 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be all at once, but as soon as you get into that habit, within a few days, weeks, and months, you are going to start to notice a difference and you are going to start to feel better. I guarantee it. It is something that your body is going to actually start to crave. I know it's harder to think, but it will. Most people start stop foam rolling because it hurts. I, I get this all the time. Uh, you know, oh, I was doing foam rolling and then I just couldn't handle the pain. We're going to show you how to do some adjustments. We're going to show you how to change some things. So maybe it won't hurt as much, but it's normal if it hurts. This is not stretching. This is not where you should stop if it hurts. This is a, uh, you're going to probably bruise if you're using a spike roller or a ridge roller or a uh, ridge roller, but it will hurt, especially as you increase the aggressiveness of the foam roller, but that's completely normal. Bruising is completely normal. I always recommend having those two foam rollers. So that way, if you are in a lot of pain, you can switch to a, a lesser foam roller one day. Uh, if you're too much, uh, if you irritated your leg too much or your back too much the one day, but you're going to get to a point where this actually feels good and you crave doing it. Not all foam rollers are created equal. So I always, I just brought up talking or just brought up two foam rollers. You should always have two, one that's flat, one with spikes. Now I know a lot of people come and say, well, I roll with PVC pipe. Great. 
That's your flat roller. You got to get one with spikes. Spikes are going to get into those knots. They're going to break up that tissue. So it's super important that you have a foam roller that is flat. So on days that you can't tolerate the spike, and honestly, if you've never foam rolled before, you need to be on a flat roller. And when you get better at it and you're like, oh, I'm foam rolling, I don't really feel anything. Then you graduate to a spiked foam roller, one with literal spikes in it. We use a rumble roller in the clinic. Um, if you have the stick, it does nothing. The stick is, they sell it at all running stores. It's just a flat little uh, roller. It's on a stick and you just roll it up against your legs. So many people have asked me about that. It doesn't do anything. So if you are using the stick and you're like, oh, I foam roll, you're not doing anything. That's just bringing blood to the area. It is not the same thing as foam rolling. It is not designed to replace foam rolling. If you need a quick warm up, use the stick. Otherwise, I don't recommend using it all. I really don't ever recommend it. But if you have it and you want to use it, but don't confuse that with foam rolling. It is not replacing it for foam rolling. It has nothing to do with foam rolling. All right, so now we're going to go through the 10 minute foam rolling routine. So all your I'm going to start this video and you can watch it and then we'll come back on. All right, so we are going to go through the 10 minute routine that you should do every day for foam rolling. I'm, it's not going to take me 10 minutes to get through it because what's going to happen is I'm going to show you how to foam roll each body part. Some that are sore, you need to stay on a little bit longer. Some where you're rolling on it, don't feel any pain. You still want to roll for 15 to 30 seconds on that area, but move off of it quickly. All right. So the 10 minutes that you do is based on how you feel when you get on the roller. So we're going to start right on our glutes and you're just going to roll back and forth. Nothing crazy. All right. Go up to your low back and down to your butt slow. Then you can cross one ankle over the knee, lean towards the side that's crossed. And again, you're going to roll back and forth. This may be where you start to feel some trigger points, some tender points, some painful spots. You want to stop and roll on those just for like five or 10 seconds. Don't needle them. Don't spend 10 minutes here. Just roll nice and easy. And also, if you don't have 10 minutes to do this, that's fine. Do a minute. You know, do your, your glutes in this crossover one and then come back to it. That's the nice part about foam rolling is you're able to stop and start. You don't have to make that 10 minute commitment like you do with stretching. So you're going to switch sides and then you're going to go on to your hamstrings. So if you're using a spike roller like I am, you're able to get into those hamstrings. You need something with some points on it in order to really get into the hamstring. Now, if you're rolling, and hamstrings like this, and you're like, yeah, I don't really feel anything. You can cross one hamstring over the other and slowly roll nice and easy. You want to go down to the back of the knee and then all the way up to the glute. Now, if you're rolling on this and you're like, I can't tolerate it, it's okay. Just drop to the ground or grab a flat roller. All right. Then you're going to move down to the calves. Again, here's the easy way where your butt doesn't leave the floor. You're just going back and forth. You don't feel anything. Come up onto your hands. Roll back and forth. This will be a shoulder and an ab workout. That's okay. Uh, it's, it's not designed to be that way, but you will feel like, oh my gosh, my shoulders and my arms really hurt. So you can then cross one push over the other. You're like, oh, I don't feel anything. Same with the calf. You want to go from the back of the knee 
all the way down to the ankle. When you're done with this foam rolling, there shouldn't be a spot on these legs that this roller hasn't touched. It's safe to roll over joints. You want to be careful if you have an open wound, like a gash. Obviously, you don't want this to, you know, uh, cause you to bleed anymore. Otherwise, it's totally safe, despite what the internet says. Now we're going to go and roll out our IT band. So you're on your side. Now this is where it can be very different. You may not be able to tolerate a spike roller. You may need that flat roller. The easiest way is going to be to come up on the roller, cross the top leg over, and then you're going to roll on your IT band. Most likely, if you've never rolled your IT band before, you're going to feel pain. You're going to feel a lot of tender spots. Okay? But if you're used to this, then you can stack your legs. And again, you want to walk out, okay? I'm not moving too far because I don't want to go out of the angle of the camera. But you can walk out. Again, your IT band goes from the top of your hip all the way down to your knee. So you're going to be all the way down on the outside of your knee when you're done with your IT band. This one will take you a while to get to be able to stack your legs. Then you're going to move the roller down and you can either again stack your legs and roll that outside leg or you can cross it and roll it like that. Either way is fine. Obviously stacking the legs is the hardest way to do it. Crossing the leg over is a little bit easier. You're probably going to spend more time on your IT band, not so much time on the bottom, which is totally fine. Then you're going to move to your front. You do want to be careful if you are pregnant or possibly pregnant about coming up all really high onto your hip flexors. All right, but the hip flexors are up here, the bone that juts out in the front of your uh, abdomen. You want to roll, lean to one side. This is where having a spike roller comes in handy. All right. Then you're going to roll your quads. So you're here, nice and easy, all the way down to the knees. Now, if you're doing this and you have a nice big room and you're not trying to stay on camera, you're going to move all over the place. I'm just trying to stay in the frame, so I'm not moving as much as I should. And you're going to go on to your shins. Again, if this is too intense, drop one leg off, and then nice and easy, there you go, you're rolling that, okay? Now we're gonna go onto the inside of the leg. So, you want to lay on your stomach, you're gonna just have the roller stay like this. You can get the bottom of your leg first, where you're just rolling the inside, nice and easy. Back and forth. And then you can start to roll the inside of your leg. And you're just doing this. Again, as high up as you can go. Nice and easy. Just like that. This should take you about 10 minutes. And then finally, we're going to end with our upper back, where you can go with your desk worker. This is a great one to do. So you kind of want to start where you left off, rolling your low back, and you're going to walk up, you put your head behind your neck. If you have a ponytail on, just be careful, or if you're wearing a ponytail, it will get caught under there. 
So you're just going to bring it up and then down, just like that. Don't go up onto your neck. That is not safe, but you just want to roll from the ribcage up to the top of the shoulders. Make sure you do that for at least 10 minutes every day. It will get easier the more you do it. Start with two foam rollers, start with one with spikes and one uh, a smooth flat one to make it a little bit easier. All right, so that is our foam rolling routine. Now, what's the difference between stretching and foam rolling? What should you do? If you're going to choose between stretching and foam rolling, always choose foam rolling. Stretching is a great tool if you have no knots, but most people have knots. Knots develop every day. It's not a bad thing. It only becomes a bad thing when we don't flush them out. Foam rolling can be done in a little bit of 30 seconds, and then you move on to the next body part. You can come back to it. You can do it all at once. Uh, but you know, you with stretching, you have to do 30 second hold and you have to do six of them. So to get an effective stretch on a muscle, you have to be there for about three minutes and to do every muscle in your body takes a long time. Foam rolling, you can get a really good effect in just 30 seconds. You just want to make sure that you're doing it consistently. Should you do it before or after you work out? That doesn't matter either. That's the nice part about foam rolling is when you stretch, you want to have a little bit of warm up so the muscles are not cold. But with foam rolling, you're able to do it whenever. If you get out of bed and you want to get on the foam roller, great. If you get, want to come back from a run or working out, get on the foam roller, no problem. But it really takes a, a lot of time to stretch, whereas with foam rolling, you can do it pretty quickly. Now, if you've listened to everything we said and you get on your foam roller and you're not sure what to do, or maybe you're experiencing pain and you, you know, pain that is uh, associated with running or pain that goes away uh, a mile in or two miles in, or, you know, right when you start going um, or working out is not pain that's going to go away on its own. So we're offering you a free consult. All you have to do is call our office at 215-997-9898. You can click the get it now button. My email is there, Heather at totalperformancept.com. You can email me, let me know you'd like a free consultation. We'll get you in when you can. Please don't ignore pain. If you have pain uh, and it goes away, it is not something that's going to stay away. It's going to come back with a vengeance. It's going to come back to the point where you're not going to be able to do whatever it is you like to do. So if you are experiencing pain or you don't know how to do foam rolling or you want to come in and have a free consultation with a doctor of physical therapy, all you have to do is just call our office and request that free consult. Shoot me an email at Heather at TotalPerformancePT.com. We'll go ahead and get you in and you will feel better, I promise. Thanks for listening, guys.